so dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because they're great today. Welcome to episode 31 of Quitters Never Give Up, the obsessive Kevin and Bean Creative Universe fan podcast. Today, we are still joined by our extra special national treasure guest, Gia DeSantis, to talk the podcast roundup, Quitters Never Give Up News, and the week that was 2010. Okay, we're doing the week that was. This is the flashback to August 23rd to 27, 2010. Uh, we were talking last week about Kevin Malthanoff to Michael Clark Duncan, and one of the uh, the callers to What to Do Nephew happened to run into him. Hey guys, how's it going? What to do? Thank you. Do? I I saw uh, Michael Clark Duncan a couple <laughs> weeks back at a WWE SummerSlam. What? I, 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 I asked him. I, what? I had asked him about the fight. I had asked him about the fight that was pending between him and Kevin. And he said he had heard the radio and he had heard your show. About oh the no! Fight. <laughs> and, that he, and that he was definitely going to be coming in and checking you guys out. So the fight is a continuing apace. We'll keep you up to date on this eleven-year-old story as it develops. Now, Piranha 3D came out this year. It was a very fun movie. It was about piranhas and girls with bikinis and whatnot. And Bean had never seen a 3D movie at this time. So what does Bean always do? Oh, I can't wait to see it. Let's see if that happened. Piranha 3D that we've been talking about, that we enjoyed so much, was sixth at the box office this weekend. Go Bean, see that. Bean, what did you think? When you, I know you were uh, planning on going. You kept saying, oh, I'm finally going to see my first 3D movie. I'm very excited. I didn't uh, technically make it uh, this weekend to oh, Piranha 3D. you didn't 3D, technically make it? But I, I do plan on seeing it maybe, uh, maybe as early as today. Sure. I'm not going today. I, 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 I might make it today. Oh I can tell God. you that, although Bean didn't see it and won't, that I saw it and it's great. Yes, and I saw it and it's great. And it's so one of the most fun movies of the summer. You can take our words for it. I, I may go today <laughs> with, my summer, leave, with my summer cold. I, can, I right didn't now. leave the island this weekend, and it is not playing on the island, so I didn't have the option to see it. So Right, well, but if it's not on the island... Okay. Right, but but, but I, I think there's a major metropolitan city nearby. Where and that's why I may try to go things. today. I'm just saying, if I make it to the mainland, then right, yeah, I'm sure. going to see the movie. Yeah, wow. if I make it to the mainland, <laughs> will you have to swim? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> no, there's a boat, but <laughs> we'll stop it. Maybe uh, Mr. and Mrs. Howell will lend you some money, Gilligan. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird because the Harlem Globetrotters were able to get on the sure, island, but I can't listen. get off. What's going on? You could, you could program a robot to train Hawaii and get a message back to the mainland. <laughs> I think you have to officially stop telling us what you're interested in seeing. I really Honestly, know this one. No, don't. but this one I'm going right. to go. Right. I really wow. am. It's 9.02 already. So that was one of Bean's quirks. He would say, I can't wait for that concert. I can't wait for that movie and never go. Gia, did you deal a lot with uh, antisocial Bean? No, I got super social bean, but it, but we were always in the, you know, as we were saying, when we spoke before, it's like, I had, you know, like sort of those more intimate moments. And so I didn't have to deal with antisocial bean so much. And I have to say, I'm kind of sorry I didn't because that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of his charm, right? Is that he's antisocial. 
That's true. Are you, you're sorry that he was never rude to you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that could be arranged. <laughs> so, so incredibly lucky that he was never rude to me, right? No, he just, I, I love them. I love them. Bean seems to be the guy that one-on-one, he seems very nice to everybody, but kind of like, you know, at a remote or dealing with people in public, he could be a little bit crusty sometimes. So you, he actually knew you and liked you. So I'm sorry you never got the rude bean treatment. <laughs> I, I am incredibly lucky. I, again, he's, you know, it's him and John Frost. They got me my job at K-Rock. So you will never hear me say anything untoward about Bean ever. And also, Eddie, you saw Bean at a, at a remote at Comic-Con and Bean was really super nice to you. Well, that's true. I think this is a case of he didn't really want to see Piranha, but he said, I'm going to go see Piranha 3D. No, well, the joke was he had never seen a 3D movie. This was when 3D was supposed to be the only thing. Remember, at that time, they're like, every movie's going to be in 3D. That's it. And so Bean had never seen one. He has those odd gaps in his in his experience. Like he had never seen a Pixar movie to like what this year. So just just kind of weird things about Bean. Um, another great thing about Bean, Bean loves death. I'm not going to play the whole story, but I'm just playing the intro to Bean Loves Death. He's kind of admitting it. He loves death. He's into it. You know what I love? Yes. I love death. Hey, everybody. Gather all the kitties around the radio. It's time for Bean's Death Corner. Bean loves death any time of day. He gets all giddy and screams hooray. There's something wrong in his head. Death. We don't know what's wrong with Bean, but now you'll get to see what we mean. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. I, 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 I love death. This uh, feature has really taken off. I uh, Apparently, I have a lot of uh, simpatico out there in the Kevin and Bean listeners. Uh, I get so many great stories. And the beautiful thing about uh, death stories, Kevin, is they're making new ones every day. I mean, yeah. there's never a day that you don't get online or watch the TV list or the radio where somebody's not dying. So it's endlessly fascinating. And, in fact, just endless. So I've got uh, a choice of three great death stories all from this week. And- we don't need to hear the stories. It's just, look how Bean, how happy he is. He's a pig and slop when it comes to death. He, he showed up for his 30th birthday. We had a coffin oh, right. for him. What kind of coffin would you get him now? <laughs> <laughs> so, but he's going he's gonna to live to be 100. Oh, that's right. He's Seriously. got plenty of time. <laughs> Did he ever say stuff like that to you, Gia? You know, I'm the healthiest man around? Um, I don't remember him saying that particularly. But he, you know, I, I just knew that. He was, he, I don't know. He did, he did have a fascination with death. I mean, that was something we talked about. That was that, that whole birthday celebration was about celebrating his, you know, impending doom. So that's That's another title of your book, celebrating his impending. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking, what was it? Was it last week or the week before when Bean was coked up on his podcast? (laughs) Now, this isn't the first time Bean just took a drug out of nowhere. I'm not, uh, I'm not doing well, but I'm uh, doing the best I can. So you're feeling worse? Yes. Oh. What do you have? I don't know. I think but I may they've need... They've prescribed uh, you I... drugs, haven't they? Doctors I... have given you a prescription for a medication. I haven't been to a doctor per se. But you told us you were on prescription medications. He's on his wife's prescription medication. Yes. the medicine chest? Yes. No, I, last night I made a huge mistake, and I wasn't even going to bring this up, but last night I, I made a huge mistake, and I took the uh, Valpropofen, oh, I think it is. Valpropofen. 
So back then he was taking Donna's medication. Wouldn't go to the doctor. Just Donna, what do you got in your purse? You want a Tic Tac? You got a Valbuprofen? I'll try it. <laughs> Did you happen to hear that uh, show, Gia? I did. He took some medication and he was just flying. I I did not hear that, oh. but Donna is his savior. Oh, he all kicked his coverage on that one. She's beautiful, <laughs> and I, we can't figure yeah. out how he got her. I think yeah. he would admit that too. Yeah. So he was he was flying that day too, but this one kind of slowed him down. What he took last time sped him up. In 2010, I'm I'm gonna start a new feature. It's called uh, Do You Remember Remember No. Because every time I ask these guys, do you remember? And then whatever it is, no. So I'm just going to skip to the chase here. Antoine Dodson. He was a guy. Yes. Oh, someone remembered. Damn it. You ruined my Climbing in my windows, stacking my people up. Yes. Okay, that's the guy. (laughs) Well, let's just play it anyway. Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. That's the guy. So he was a guy. The news came out just to do a story and... Talk about a viral video. Let's go to the next thing. The next thing, of course, what do you have after a viral video? An auto-tune. Got to catch up with our man Antoine Dodson. He continues to blow up. This is not a guy who uh, who we found out about 15, you know, his 15 minutes of fame started two weeks ago, and we've already forgotten him. This is a guy who's getting more popular every day, Kevin. Yeah, and it's a bizarre story about an attempted rape. Uh, apparently a dude climbed in the window and um, try, tried to get in bed with this guy's sister. Mm-hmm. And she beat him off. Whoa, she beat him whoa, up. She beat whoa. him up. She beat him that up. That is not how I heard the story. She beat him up no. and scared him off. That would I change he, the whole thing. That's what I mean. I thought he left unsatisfied. <laughs> well, that's what happened. That is what happened. So then, so then Antoine uh, runs in to help his sister. And then the news interviews Antoine. And then, uh, you know, then it starts getting picked up. And then they make the auto-tune. And now we've got a new song. This is the original audio of the uh, news anchor talking to Antoine. Antoine Dodson heard his sister scream and ran to help. Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. The attacker got loose and went out the upstairs window, but he did leave something behind. We got your T-shirt. You didn't left fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. So that was a sensation on its own. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. And, and, the, and the amazing thing for me, and I know we talked about this at the time, is that happened in a t- tiny town in Alabama. Yeah. By the way, the same town with the, the leprechaun and the gold in the tree, oh, by the way. I same town. To that town. Really? Uh, that happened on a, like a Tuesday or something. And Wednesday, that thing was viral, went everywhere. And then by the following uh, you know, week, by that weekend, the autotune version was already out. I mean, it's unbelievable how, how quickly this thing caught on. By the way, uh, emailed. Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park. I said, just so you know, there's this story out there. And I don't know. It seems to me that you're one letter away from being a raper. <laughs> and he wrote back, thanks for telling me this, because there's a bunch of comments on the Lincoln Park you're you know, board, yeah, about something about being a rapist. He's like, I didn't understand it at all. <laughs> so it isn't a band. That's a city, Lincoln Park. Okay. So anyway, then the auto-tune version comes along. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them. So you need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. We got your T-shirt. You're left finger fresh. And all you are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Hey. The amazing thing is that town had Antoine Dodson and the leprechaun in the tree. I love that one. They played that and they're like, there's a leprechaun. He's on crack. 
So could be a crackhead. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So I don't know. Either you need to move out of that town, or you need to move into that town right now. I don't. I'm not sure which. What do you think, Gia? A guy with the red. That's him. Yeah. Bandana. Yeah, yeah. So dumb. So dumb. So I'm so excited about this story. (laughs) Okay, good because I got one more clip. Okay, so this is kind of the the story of a viral video. It comes out. The news interviews a guy who's a character. Auto tune. But here's the next step that doesn't usually happen. This was Haley Williams from Paramore, Jordan Putnick from Newfound Glory, Ethan Lucy from Reliant K made a whole song. Listen to this. Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up. Trying to rape you, so y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wives, hide your kids. Hide your wives, hide your kids. Hide your wives, and hide your husband. There's a rape and everyone out there. Good as that. The best work she's ever done. I just love that. I mean, it's one thing to auto tune a song, and then, but just to have Haley do a, a complete rock song about it. I wish I could get a rock song like that done. Yes. Celebrity birthdays that week. Gene Simmons. Now, Gene Simmons became a fixture on the show because of Psycho Mike's invitation. I'm just gonna do one quick one. This was one. This was what was great about Kevin and Bean. Something would come out of nowhere. People would start doing stuff. If you're suffering from hair loss, the solution is hair transplants. Visit SwordMedical.com and experience what sets Dr. Sword apart. Learn more at SwordMedical.com. That's SwordMedical.com. You know, Lisa May, this is Gene Simmons. Yeah, Gene. I'm Dr. Meat Sword. Let's show you what sets me apart. (laughs) I'm Lisa May with K-Rock Traffic. Anna Nicole Smith has been discharged from the hospital in the Bahamas where she was recovering from pneumonia. Thank God she's got a discharge, Mike. Discharge, Lisa May. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow, Lisa's talking to herself as Gene Simmons now. Was that your Gene Simmons impression? Yes. Very nice. Yes. Speaking of discharge, Lisa May. Wow. Wow. So Lisa May, she's doing a Gene Simmons on herself. We're kind of getting into the snake eating the tail thing again, but still very funny. Last celebrity birthday for the week, Steve Gutenberg. Now, <laughs> just listen to Mike. He's so excited about Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. You're the a big, Goots! You're a big fan of the Goots, aren't you, Mike? Oh, I love Goots so much. Oh, someone sent me an email said, if you said to Mike, are you a big fan of the Goots, he'll probably answer totes. But he, did. <laughs> he didn't answer that. Yeah, well, that's a good... I lose. It's a good chance. Okay, yeah. Someone did email Ralph about this. Someone named Edwin from La Mirada. So, <laughs> Ralph stoned me on this one. But, what happened at the next showbiz beat? Let's find out. Steve Gutenberg is 52. You're a big fan of the Goots, aren't you, Mike? Totes. That's what I thought. <laughs> there it is. Uh... 
one of my proudest moments. I had no recognition, but I knew it was me. Oh, we're going to do one quick super duper flashback. This goes back before Kevin and Bean. Friends of mine made up their own jingle. They took it to the studio in Pasadena in those days, handed it to a guy at the door. That's how low rent they were. And I'm just going to play it just because I think it's funny. Party partners, this is Buckskin Bill. And this is Cactus Callahan. And, and when we're not prospecting, we're listening to KROQ FM 106.7 in Pasadena, Los Angeles. The rock of the 80s. New wave, dude. Hey, Daddy O, it's where it's at. So shout out to my old friends. They handed this cassette to a DJ and it was played on the air. One of their friends heard it. So oh, super yeah. duper flashback bonus. So that's the week that was August 23rd to 27, 2010. Back to you, Steve. Nailed it. You get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Ralph Report was back this week. Ralph takes a quick minute to reflect on everything he learned from his trip. Let's kick things off. As you know, I took some time off to go home and take care of my uh, parents' burial. So death and what we leave behind has been on my mind a lot lately. Shakespeare said in Macbeth that uh, life is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury signifying nothing. And I looked at my dad's life, because he passed most recently. I said, what a life of hard work and raising a family. And then, boom, like that, it's gone. And the only thing you really leave behind is the memories left behind inside the people that you love, inside their hearts and minds. And so it, it gave me a realization that you need to take care of the people you care about. And you need to take care of yourself. If there's something that you want to do, if you if something you want to experience, do it. Because we're not all here that long. And the feelings that you leave behind are important. That's a really great sentiment from Ralph. On a cup of tea in the chat, this week there was a bonus episode featuring Taylor Williamson. Also on the show, Ali is in Maine and sick. Is it COVID? She mentioned being exposed to movers and, you know, Beer Mug caught it while he was a mover. Let's hope she feels better soon. Then there's this moment with Bean, which happens when they were doing a story of a chimp in love with a woman. And now, a moment with Bean. So a woman has been banned from visiting a chimpanzee at a zoo in Belgium, striking up a friendship with the animal, despite Riley saying that they are, quote, having an affair. Define having an affair with. She's well, not I'd crawling like in with Thank him, you. is she? How dare you? Of well, no, there's it's, been a lot of it's stories. It's not physical. It's emotional. Oh, okay. Because right. there have been a lot of people who have been like jumping into the tank lately. You know, I, it, it makes me nervous when people think they can do that. But this is not that case. Good. A chimp tank? <laughs> I don't mean literally a tank, but I just mean into the okay. enclosure Listen, where like the tiger is. I haven't been to a zoo in a long time. I don't know where they're keeping them, but I feel like underwater is a bad zoo. It just do. It's a terrible zoo. I got a and lot first of problems. We should tackle that issue, not this woman trying to make love to this zoo. Right? Why do we care who they love? We should worry about them breathing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with me. All right, moving on. I'm going to jump back and forth between common topics discussed on each of the shows. Jeopardy is a clusterfuck, but will its true audience even notice? 
It's not coming from a place of, of, I just want to protect the brand. No, you're right. A lot of the people who are battling it out on social media are not the 70-year-olds who are watching Jeopardy. Because They're none of them. None of them. They have no idea that Alex died at this point. They're like, what's going on with all these guest people? This is fun. Honey, is Alex taking the summer off? I feel like we haven't seen him since May. I'm just saying. All right. We'll see what what happens there. But it is crazy. Crazy how it's such a, an ongoing saga. Like every day, it seems like there's yeah. something new on this. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's a great point that you're like, uh, you know, they, they, he said some bad stuff. They don't want him there. He can still be executive producer. Right. But Very <laughs> other weird. than that. Yeah, why does that guy still get to be executive producer? Charlie Watts from the Rolling Stones died. Bean mentioned Watts on his Monday's podcast. So naturally, we all blame Bean for his death. Hi, Allie and Bean. This is listener Susan from Los Angeles. And oh my God, Bean, you killed Charlie Watts. What the fuck? You're just becoming a national menace. Don't ever mention anybody's name ever again. I can't even say keep up the work because the work you're doing now is murder. Take care. Bye. Murder. Susan. Then on Kevin and Sluggo, they talked to Chris Carter, the host of Breakfast with the Beatles, about Watts' passing. They were all pretty sad about other musicians. Kevin and Sluggo in the afternoon, and we bring you Chris Carter, who does Breakfast with the Beatles Sundays at 9 a.m., who knows more about the Stones than I know about everything in my life put together. <laughs> wow, a good way of putting it. Hi, dude. What's happening, guys? How are you? I'm all right. Sorry to have to talk on, you know, a sad day like today. But, yeah. it, you know, it's inevitable, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. Yeah, we were talking on the air about uh, what is uh, forthcoming, which is an unpleasant subject, but um, we're all getting older. Yeah, I mean, the next decade, if you think about it, you know, we still have Mick and Keith and Ronnie from the Stones and Paul and Ringo from the Beatles and Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey and the Kinks. And, you know, it's they're all going to sadly leave us. I got to be Probably honest. I wasn't hoping we were going to take a nosedive that quick. <laughs> right? Sorry, guys. No, no, yeah. no, no. I'm just, just, just <laughs> being the originator of being pre-sad shared a similar sentiment. But of course, Ali points out one big problem. I'm super bummed out about, and I've said this before, about how many of the musicians that I grew up adoring are passing away now. You right. know what I mean? And there's a lot more yeah. still to come. And I don't want to mention, you know, the Paul McCartney's and the Eric Clapton's of the world because, you know. But you just did, <laughs> Susan. He's a menace, Susan. Nirvana's being sued by the baby on the Nevermind cover. Ralph tells us a little more about this guy. Let me tell you a little secret, by the way. Spencer Eldon has tried to cash in on his connection to that album before. In 2016, the year he turned 25, he did a profile with Time magazine where he recreated the image as an adult underwater <laughs> in a pool. Oh, Take and it? by the way... No, he had a swimsuit oh, on. Damn it. By the way, he has a large tattoo on his chest that reads, Never Mind, the name of the album. <laughs> so I don't want to hear now that suddenly he's been destroyed by the existence of this album. Whoa. He's just realized that he's broke and yeah. he thought, well, maybe I can, I can right. cash. And out. the greatest moment of his life occurred when he was six months old. Yes. It's unclear, says this article, what he does for a living now. But back in 2016, in the Time magazine profile, he listed his profession as making art and growing tomatoes. Okay, so he's broke. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that lawsuit's just a little bit frivolous. Also this week, OnlyFans banned adult content. That is, until they realized that would make them completely irrelevant. But before that change, Kevin brought in former Miss Double December Lux to discuss the topic. 
It's a great interview that tells us exactly how this would have affected the performers. But since OnlyFans quickly reversed its course, let's just focus on the funny stuff Kevin and Sluggo said. Like this moment where Kevin denies any knowledge of Lux's account. I don't know. I've never seen it. Why would you say I'd seen it? <laughs> I mean, Liar. I saw your name pop up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In my inbox. Something popped up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it, it said, uh, it said like, Kevin Kalos and Sluggo Kalos. Uh, no, that's, uh, those are false accounts. That's, yeah, yeah, they're trying to be us. We don't know anything yeah. about that. Uh, and then Kevin had this idea to help promote Lux's OnlyFans. What know? does this do to my plan of walking behind you in a Speedo? <laughs> Hopefully, shut it I down. I told you, Kevin, yes. as long as it is neon green, done. we can do this on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah! We can, done. We can make some fire content. My OnlyFans yes. would explode. Yes, yes, yes. This is a must. <laughs> neon green Speedo. <laughs> Lastly, Kevin had this question for Lux and gave us a classic Kevin response. How much money do you make? Mm, good question. Very good question. Uh, well, it varies from week to week, but the first week of August of this year, I made 20000 What? Did you say yeah. 20000 in the first week? Oh. That's right. Wow. Wow. We are in the wrong business, my friend. I need to get on only Where's your Speedo? Kevin, I'm, get, speedo I'm getting the Speedo. On, honey. <laughs> I will teach you how to be a money-making machine, but it's going to mean that you shoot content all the time. Please, yeah, baby. Speak to people all the time. Sure, yeah, baby. That you <laughs> that you make custom videos Hell all yeah. the time. I mean, we'll we'll hustle this one out. Okay, we'll get you. We'll get you to that, uh, that n- top percentile in no time. I'm not. Poss- it's it's possible that I not, might not be up for all of that. Classic Kevin, and of course the obligatory ACDC at the end. Anyhow, that's the podcast roundup. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Ralph um, was on The Family Feud and with uh, uh, Kevin Smith and the Smod Smod Squad. Um, And it was a charity event. They were playing against mm, Long. What's his first name? Justin Long. Justin Long. And um, anyway, so it was the game kind of went awry. And so anyway, so we're going to play. Um, you guys can play at home as well. Give me Jennifer. Give me Diana. Ladies, name a favor a best friend might ask of you and you'd say no. All right. Anyone? Money. Money. Pick a ride up. to the airport. That's what I was going to say. Pick me up Okay. Jennifer. Drive to the airport. Drive to the... Ride to the airport. <laughs> ahead, ride Jen. to the airport. Damn. Good answer, Jim. Ride to the airport. Oh. Hey, not in L.A. Diana. Damn. Stalk an ex-boyfriend. Stalk an ex-boyfriend. What the hell? <laughs> Some really hateful answers. Stalk an ex-boyfriend. We go to... 
Mark, walk a dog. Walk the dog. Uh, These guys have terrible friends. <laughs> so, so they can't get it. So they, and I forget how the game works exactly, but they have to then run, go to one side and then the other side. So, move, so, help you move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Help me move. Oh, Ralph. Um, set them up on a date. Oh, set them up answer. on a date. What the hell? If you don't get this one, lie for them. Yeah. Oh, good answer. Lie for them. Good answer. Yeah. All right. Wow. We know That's what kind of crowd was there that day. Those are liars. Right. Right. Yeah. We should play, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go, Justin. Cook you a meal. Cook you a meal. There you go. Cook you a meal? I don't get that one. <laughs> Never asked any friend to cook me a meal. Right? Uh, to borrow money. Oh, that's yeah, up yeah, there. Good answer, good to answer, borrow answer. money. Oh, uh, Lindsay. Steve, I'm going to say babysit. Babysit? James? I'm going to say borrow your car. Borrow oh, your car. Now they're on a roll. Yeah. Rich. To go away with them. Take a trip with them. Take a right. trip right. with them. Oh. All right, now we got two strikes, Justin. We got to be careful, buddy. Uh, if they can crash at your place. Hey, can you guys stay at your place? Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. That was a good answer. That was a good answer. Oh, I would have said that one was on the board. Smod Squad, here's your shot. Come on, let's go. Any idea what Kevin Smith comes up with? No. I don't know, but so far, I've what I've learned is that I have said yes to all of the things that they've said no to. Right? Yeah. Right. Drug related, something drug related. Kevin Smith is weed. Borrow your weed. Take a <laughs> right, drink, right. something like that. Something weed. Sleep with my wife. What the, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, what kind of friends does Kevin unless, have? Unless you're asking, Steve, I, I didn't know. Or not. <laughs> right here. It's a hell of a favor. But I was off on that one. Not on the board, I well. quit. <laughs> Sleep with your wife. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Where are they recording this? <laughs> and that's crazy, right? That so was the special it? episode they did in Florida. That's right. Oh my <laughs> Is that God. I didn't think that was up there. <laughs> wow. All right, let's go. Number six. Yes, we said that. Yes. Have... The answer was murder somebody. Yeah, that one too. Okay. Uh, was how... Again, they're saying no to all the things I've said yes to. <laughs> wow. Wait. wait. Story would for say another that time. Yes to? Wait, wait. Would say yes to or have to? <laughs> Big difference. I'll never tell. But that coffin. Oh my God! This is that not coffin. Yeah, that coffin FCC, was actually full. No murder. This isn't a sluggo deal. Just joking. Confess your crime, part two. No, no, no. Your wife and kill somebody. <laughs> Those aren't favors. Let's. Who needs favors? He said to me favors. 
I got a big favor for you, Steve. Uh, and it was just, it was funny because the show, when they said like murder or helps bury a body or whatever the answer was, and Kevin and that team, they were like, we said that, we thought of that. So like they had the two darkest answers. It was right. funny how they went ahead and did it. Name something you keep in your kitchen in case a party breaks out. Mark. Candles. Candles. Okay. Oh, that's bullshit. Alcohol. <laughs> so what would you guys, uh, uh, so alcohol, Lindsay. Um, snacks. Eddie? Uh, let's see. A, uh, a corkscrew so he can open the wine. Okay. Booze. Booze. <laughs> Good answer. All right. I got you. I know we're going to play. Rich. Snacks. Snacks. <laughs> yeah. Justin. Party games. Party games. All right. Keep All right. your party yeah. games in the kitchen. Because you keep your party games in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. Doesn't everybody? Sure. Right, I didn't even think of that. Cereal. Uh. That's all right. That's right. That's all right. Christian, only one strike. Stereo or some sort of music. Music. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wouldn't you just have one in, in your house kitchen? anyway? Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> Plastic cups. Plastic cups! James, one answer left. But you've got two strikes. <laughs> if it's not there, the other team can steal and they will win the game. Drugs? <laughs> my man. Good answer. Good answer. My man. I don't know if it's up there, James, but it's definitely a crowd favorite. Drugs! Oh, I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. I am out of kitchen drugs right now. I just remembered. <laughs> One answer on this board. If it's there, your team wins the game. What? Yes. No pressure. What? Yes, James. Yes. <laughs> but if it's not there, the long shorties wins the game. Ice. Yeah. Come on. But would you keep extra ice? Like you have your ice tray in your freezer. There's only so much, right? And then most I people keep extra have extra ice in my refrigerator, my freezer for yeah. Party okay. Breaks awesome. <laughs> All right. Good to know. All right. Just happy they didn't say like a it. dead body under the floor or you know, <laughs> murder <laughs> someone in your party. kitchen. No one this right. crowd. This. This. Is for the game. Ice. Oh no! I know. That was a great answer. Number three. What? That's classy people that drink wine, of course. Kevin's like, that doesn't even have to be in the kitchen. <laughs> man, y'all made it interesting, man. Thank y'all. Hey, we're going to make a donation to your foundation just for hanging out with us, guy. You were great. Hey, I need two players. All right, so that was it. That was the game. So I thought I remember that is crazy one with nobody was getting it on the first game. Then finally, Justin's team got it. And then it was all these dark answers. So I don't know how they do the polling for that show. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Did we're you done. guys ever have like big contests at uh, Total yeah. Video? Give stuff away? 
at request video. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we gave a lot of stuff away. We gave away everything from obviously like huge, you know, tickets. I think, I think we gave away a trip, you know, to New York once, you know, the bikes, movie premieres, uh, uh, host for a day. That person actually just reached out to me not too long ago through the request video Facebook page, which is funny, Marnie, um, which is so cool. And uh, yeah, there were just so many good people and things like that. So we gave away some, I don't know that we ever did any cash things. We may have done like a thousand dollar thing once from one of the labels, want to say I want to say we did that like Capital Warner Brothers did a cash thing once before the rules had changed that's cool we could probably trade out stuff right with people you know for merchandise but getting cash must have been more difficult it was um well it, it, it really there had been there had been some some rule changes that had taken place it's hard to remember some of those things but I do have like this list of you know logs of shows like what some of the giveaways were and stuff and I was like oh that was good like that was you know, a lot of things where it was meet and greets with bands like backstage it'll take you you know limousine to the show meet the band and then there was um a lot of uh uh people writing in and you know pulling the letter out for um you, you could join us when we do a remote to do an interview with an artist like come with us to meet duran duran when we do an interview right twitters never give up news what happened your source for news in the kevin and bean universe i quit this bitch Okay, my breaking news bulletin is as follows. Um, I sent a WhatsApp to Bean and I said, we have you on if you have any questions or messages for her. And he wrote back in all caps, tell her I have always loved her, please. Aw, I love him so much. I just, I, I love him. And and as much as we love each other, I love Donna that much too. I just think Aww. she's a total dream. Yeah. That makes my heart so happy. It was really <laughs> sweet. Yeah. I feel like I haven't stopped smiling since I started talking to you guys, except for the one moment <laughs> where I, I was shocked by some of those answers on Family Feud. Um, did you guys see uh, Nandy Bushel on the uh, <gasps> Foo Fighters? Yes. How goddamn amazing is she? The look on her face the whole time. And she just gets out there and crushes it. I've watched that video thousands of times. When she puts her drumsticks in the air and starts yes. throwing, I, I have chills right now. Yes. I see my goosebumps. She nails it. And I have such a bone to pick with people who slag on Dave Grohl saying, oh yeah, he'll be at the opening of an envelope kind of thing. Like that he does so much. That man uses his fame for so much good. And he makes mm-hmm. people's dreams come true all the time. And I like that anybody gives any grief about what he does and what he does for somebody like Nandy. Like she is a rock star. And at that age, she's unbelievable. And I kept watching Pat Smear's face with the smile that he had on his face, watching her. It was, that was dreamy. I loved that. Did you see it, Eddie? As the resident old, I don't know who Nanny is. Um, so you know who the Foo Fighters are, right? Okay, so back so, and for anyone who may not know, 
So back during the pandemic and the lockdown, the rockdown, um, <laughs> uh, Nandy Bushels, and at the time, maybe a 10-year-old girl, and I don't know, reached out to Dave Grohl on social and on Twitter, and they did a drum battle. And he kind of taught her some things or whatever, and it was all on social media. So here we are, I'll say, about a year later, and they have finally had their concert at the Forum, and they brought Nandy Bushel, the 11-year-old drum master out to play Everlong and it is goddamn amazing and then to watch Taylor Hawkins you can see him on the big screen behind and he's just like cheering her on and just super amazed it was just amazing and it's really cool too because if you're on the socials mostly Twitter people have posted a lot of different videos from where they were sitting I know Chip did from where she was sitting so you can find a whole bunch of different angles of it. But when you watch this little girl, her face and Dave just going after her and just like you know, rocking on the guitar, it's just, it's so beautiful. And it's such a great, you know, how it started, how it ended kind of thing. It's just it is. It, 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 she comes out and it is, it is, the only word I can really use for it is like, it is, it is delightful and badass in equal yeah. measure. It, yeah. It's so good. It is so I loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. Like if you so, watch if you watch it and you don't have a huge smile on your face, you are soulless and I don't want to know you. Oh, I got a little you know misty in the eyes with it. It's just so beautiful. All right, so we have another positive thing. Uh Quitters never give up news. Uh we kind of talked previously about watching Ted Lasso. Has anyone? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh and this totally relates to Kevin and Bean because I only know Joe Buck because Ralph hates Joe Buck because he is a smug prick. And uh, my boyfriend hates Joe Buck because he's a smug prick. And so we usually watch Jeopardy. And so, but then we have another uh, James Holwitzauer douchebag who keeps picking the uh, $1,000 questions. So for those of us playing at home, you can't watch Jeopardy because I don't know the $1,000 questions. And you usually with the puzzles and stuff, you kind of, they do the $200 one and you can kind of figure it out to figure out, right? So this guy, between this guy and Joe Buck hosting, we're not watching Jeopardy. So because of that, I finally got my boyfriend, Brandon, who's the one walking around. I said, well, let's watch Ted Lasso. So for those at home who haven't started it yet, it is a beautiful show. We're only on episode three or four. Also delightful. Yes, and positive. And I guarantee you the new tagline catchphrase thing is going to be we're going to ted lasso this shit up and because it's just so much positivity and but it's and it's it's just it's done so well so but if, i don't know if you guys if Lindsay and eddie have you guys watched it yet i started it but i haven't i haven't finished no, i know i know i'm bad just a, a quick update Gia. what happened was everybody that we listened to the ralph report uh cup of tea everyone's talking about ted lasso all the time so we've kind of made a pact that we're not honoring that we're gonna watch have a watch party so i guess jennifer started her watch party and lp and i haven't started at all well you guys uh, we are gonna watch you need to get on that because it really is we'd watched it baby daddy and I watched it and then the kids came home for the holidays and on, they were here on Thanksgiving and we told them like, you know, you need, this is mandatory viewing. You have to just watch two episodes and then you, you never have to see anything again. So of course That's we fair. power through the entire thing on Thanksgiving night 
the whole season. And then we watched about half of it, of the, you know, that season again. So I've seen the first season three and a half times. Okay. Wow. wow. I value my time. I oh, really like it. Like, I don't have time for TV, but I, right. I have time for, for Ted Lasso. And really, I have time for Jamie Tart, and I have time for um, Keely, and I have time for every, like, the, the other characters, the secondary characters, Coach Beard. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I really, I, I, I hurt right here that some of you haven't seen this yet. So oh, I didn't it hurts you. I'm sorry. It, it hurts me. It hurts me. It's, or it's, it, or it's, you know, I have, when I watch it, it, I'm going to send you a message and then your hurt will disappear. Please. Yeah. please. Yeah. It is, it is delightful. It really is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Who's go, who else has any quitters ever give up news? <laughs> uh, um, never give up news. We had Gia on the show. She was we, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. You are a delight. Yes. You, you guys are so sweet. I'm going to throw out a plug for something. Actually, two things. Yes. I'm going to take advantage of this for a moment. Um, uh, the competing podcast. There is a woman um, named Sandra Ann Miller who has a podcast called A Sassy Little Podcast for getting over it. Um, and she is, she's a, a, like, she's, she's one of you. She's just wonderful. And she's great. She has a, a, a fun podcast and she has some cool topics, but there is a bookstore in Chicago called exile in bookville. And, um, there are, uh, I, and I love these people so much. The store itself is in the historic fine arts building. They just opened there, I think 12 weeks ago, 11 or 12 weeks ago. Um, and, they, I've done four events with them and they're virtual events. You can see them on YouTube, but I've done one with John Doe of X and Tom DeSavia, who um, co-wrote the um, books with him, the Under the Big Black Sun and More Fun in the New World. And then I did an event with um, Rob Zabrecki from Possum Dixon and Ronnie Barnett from The Muffs. And then I did one with Oedipus, who is a DJ in Boston, um, who is on par, like he's the Kevin and Bean of Boston. Um, and, uh, and this guy, Michael Greco, it's a, this punk rock book. So we did that. And then I just did one uh, a couple of days ago with this woman, Annie Zaleski, who's a writer, she's a music writer. She's actually the editor for Alternative Press. And it's a Duran Duran book. So all of these music oriented books um, and sure, Duran Duran book is for 33 and a third. Um, and if you guys don't know about 33 and a third, that series of books, each one of them, they're about 150 pages um, and they do a deep dive into a specific album. So this is all about Duran oh. and Rio. So oh, nice. if, I'm going to have to get that. Yeah, fans of any of those artists, um, I highly recommend checking out those events and the books and Exile and Bookville because they're really blending music literature. Um, and I I love what they're doing and and um so you know a big yay for for them. So is Exile and Bookville is it a regular uh bookstore or just focus on music books? It is regular bookstore. It is a okay. regular bookstore and they have, um, they have a whole, like they've got a huge 33 and a third um, mm-hmm. collection. And then there is, um, 
uh, you know, there, there are a lot of other books that are related to the two, but then you know, just a ton of regular literature. So they do a ton of these events, but those music events mm. I've been kind of heavily involved in and they're, they're fun. They're super fun. Okay. Yeah, I know. But shout out to the listeners out there too. Um, I know a lot of times people will promote their stuff on those big giant corporations that have made billions of dollars and don't pay their people. So if you can definitely support Exile and Bookville and the small mom and pop shops, because that makes a difference. Huge difference. And, you know, you can order everything online and they're just, yeah, they're just two wonderful people making a difference. And he, this guy, Javier, he worked at Tower Records forever. And she, her name is Kristen Gilbert, um, uh, is a professor in criminal justice. So, and they just have this combined love of music and books and are doing this. And then there's another woman named Brenda Perlin, and I know they carry her books. And I actually wrote it. I contributed a chapter, as did Tom DeSavia, a book called Crime and Punkishment. Um, And my chapter is about my punk rock life um, and how it relates to Request Video. And that book, it's a lot of people, a lot of the um, guests who've been on Request Video are part of of that so i also recommend that book which you can of course order through excel and book bill <laughs> this has been another episode of quitters never give up everything in the kevin and bean creative universe so thank you all for listening bye bye everyone bye everyone bye.